0: It's time to go into Auto-Reverse with Tony and Matt, where we look at bands that were underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, and to some, unknown. This week, we're going Auto-Reverse on Ohio Players. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Skin tight. That's the uh, first time I think I really kinda got into the Ohio Players was hearing that song. Even though it, it seems like, it, it, you know, I was trying to think back if it was like Love Roller Coaster, Tony, or if it was Fire, but I, it was uh, the song that, I, you know, being from Ohio, you'd think you'd know about the Ohio Players, but you, you know, it, I really came on to knowing them through a friend of mine at school had um, Shit, what's the album that uh, skin tight I, I think it's skin tight. Is it skin tight? Yeah,
0: I think so. Uh, you know uh, go ahead go ahead and so I had a story about yeah. that song too. I want to hear your story about skin tight.
1: So and my friend was just like this is this is the good shit right here. And it was just you know and I thought it was a cool song. I didn't I mean it doesn't have as much uh, it's kind of a little bit more I feel like looking back on it like listening to it again. And the playlist that you made was like, it kind of explored like uh, many different dimensions of this band, which we'll talk about, like they're very long-lasting, they may be the longest lasting band that we've talked about so far, in terms of things, but um, I just remember feeling like, like this is just a really, they got, they instrumentally, like this band's got it really locked in, it's not, nothing spectacular with the lyrics or the the singing or anything but like they were just a really locked in band
0: which is crazy considering they like broke up twice before they actually had their hits so there was one there was like a mock one version of the band then a mock two version then they had juni morrison who was super talented and helped them a lot and, and made solo records yeah. of his own and then yeah. left them to join funkadelic um but yeah, they're, they're considering like all the shit they went through early yeah, they, on. And, yeah, yeah, like the
1: Untouchables, the Ohio Untouchables. Yeah, <laughs> was, was the first band, and then they were like, "That's what the one where they had with Robert Ward," which, um, mm-hmm. and it sounded like that dude was a little bit, like he started some band, like it, it was, uh, forget what it was, what band it was with. It was, um, shit. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm losing it.
0: Ohio band, Ohio band.
1: No, it was like a band. Maybe I'm getting, maybe I'm thinking of Juni Morrison. I'm just thinking it was like with, um, anyhow, but he was just like too, a little bit too mercurial for the band. And then they just brought in, Sh- you know, Sugarfoot came in. And you know, the thing when you're looking about this band is that I, you know, they, they get, to me, they're not a funk band. I
0: uh, No, they're mu- much more than that yeah much more than they're, that, yeah.
1: they're, you know I, I would say like the, the the I read where Sugarfoot said like they wanted a band to be R&B with a little flair to it and that seems about yeah right. and that seems about right yeah. it's like they're not they have a- aspects of funk and of course they were on westbound and they were a big you know they were basically a brother banner you know little brother band to uh, you know Parliament um but yeah you like they broke up a lot they if you go to their um you know wikipedia page the list of past members actually goes below the the fold on the on the screen you just you have to keep scrolling to see all the people that have been in the band but yeah they're still active and playing around and i believe yeah but they've you know they're just a very you know, we could take, we could take a step back and talk about what you know, kind of their arc. Um, but they're kind of an amazing, kind of a, a I, I, I thought that they were just seventies and eighties, and, and that's it.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about why they were more than just a funk band, all you got to do is listen to some of the um some of their ballads. Like their ballads were like where you can hear that sort of more sophisticated sound um where they you know like the arrangements around the ballads some of the some of the some of the experimental stuff that kind of juni morrison was doing with the keyboards like, and the and the moogs and stuff that's where you realize like they were more than just a funk band they were more than just a rock band they were more than just an R and B band they were just ohio players and i was lucky enough to see them with with sugarfoot Twice. Once um, in the the 90s, I saw them at one of those Groove Academy shows in some park, uh, Madison Square Park or some park uptown in Manhattan. I got to see them there and it was great. It was tons of people there. And then I saw them uh, again with a pretty big crowd in 2010 with Evelyn Champagne King opening up. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, which was
0: amazing too, and it was right in my back. So I have my backyard faced the stage that they had set up for the Silver Lake Music Festival, mm-hmm. which I don't know if they're doing anymore. When I lived in LA, um, but they were doing it at that time, and the stage that uh, that they were playing on was right. It faced my backyard, so I just hung out in my backyard with a with a six pack and watched the whole thing. And it was amazing. I mean, I was watching their backs. So the way the stage was set up, I could only see the backs of them. Yeah. But uh, it was good enough for me. I didn't want to hit, get in the middle of the melee in front of the stage. So it was good. Um, and another, and you mentioned Skin Tight. I have my own story about Skin Tight. Yeah. Uh, I had I, I think I bought a copy of the LP for like three dollars or four dollars at a, at a record store in LA um, that my friend Scott had and I kept listening to that album a lot and I loved it and you know because I like me I'm like an album guy more than I am a singles guy so I got obsessed with that album and I remember I was living in a really shitty apartment in uh kind of in Silver Lake Los Mm -hmm. Feliz area like one of these like you know the kind of apartments you see in in like uh Melrose Place like where it's like a big opening like an opening like sort of like a like a front yard or a Right. I don't know what you'd call it, and then it kind of like used around that front yard. And but it, unlike Melrose Place, the place I lived in was a fucking dump, and and it was it was like a one room apartment. I was living there with my girlfriend at the time, and I remember like I was I was depressed. I was having a hard time there. I didn't I didn't have I just stopped doing teepee, so I didn't have a job, and I would wake and every morning at seven thirty someone in a low rider would drive by playing skin tight every morning <laughs> that was a j- and, morning and jam. that was my and, and that was my and that was my cue to get up like <laughs> i was like no matter how shitty you feel there's someone driving a low rider playing skin tight every morning at 7:30 driving past your house and um it, i don't know i always had a good memory of That song, even though I was in a bad place myself, hearing that made it a little bit better.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that that's it (laughs) snaps you out of it a little bit. Yeah. It does. Yeah.
0: It does.
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think Fire could have done that. Yeah. Skin Tight's probably one of the few songs there's that can do that. Skin
0: Tight. Yeah. I love that song. I love that song. It's and and it's like you said. That's like one of the songs where you realize like i said ballads but that song too which is kind of more like mid-tempo that's where you really hear their genius they're just so it's such a more nuanced and subtle thing and it's it still has the the soulful feel of the vocal and the brew right. and stuff but it's it's just you know they they could write you know they could write and and they and there was that period between 73 and 76 or 77 where they had lots of top forty hits, yeah, yeah. and all their albums did really well. So they well, weren't just uh, they weren't just uh, an R and B funk oddity. They were like actual stars.
1: Yeah. yeah, when they went on Mercury, they that's when and it started with Skin Tight. Those the next four, the next three albums went platinum, and then the next one went gold. Uh, Con- uh, Contradiction went gold, um, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's 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 like there's like the three periods of this band almost it's like the the the, kind of the initial period where they're kind of like yeah almost like four tops like observations in time Mm -hmm. they're definitely doing they're doing they're weighing more on the the vocals and the more in the r&b stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, when you know pain and the the the, the albums with uh juni on it they started throwing a little bit more ass into their their songs mm-hmm. and it started mm-hmm. getting the grooves and started having a little bit more having a little bit more bounce to it and then you know like mm-hmm. when, by the time when juni left like the skin type fire honey contradict like in those albums after that i think they really found like their sound it really for example, like the, they changed their name from the Ohio to Untouchables to Ohio Players because they wanted because there's kind of like a womanizing aspect to it, but they had mm-hmm. the wrong they had the wrong kind of smooth womanizing in the beginning. And I think once they got to become players, like the the albums after that kind of have that slow kind of like I'm trying to seduce you, kind of mm-hmm. more seducing you with my strut rather than with my words. You know if that makes any sense. Yeah,
0: it was like a swagger and then yeah. and then they juxtaposed that with the weird ass album covers, especially the early ones where like you know, it's like black S and M, you know, with like spiky bracelets yeah, the and one, they yeah. sort of like and, and then you like and then they had the great pullouts like the gatefold where you would see the whole thing, like the whole body of the woman and the man or the or just the woman and they used that model whose name I'm forgetting, Pat the Evans. old uh, black lady. I can't remember Pat, her name. What Pat was her Evans. name? Pat Evans. Pat Evans, who which was, I mean, think about it at the time. Like now, I can look at it now and it's, I still think it's weird, right? Like even now, fucking 40, 50 well, years later. But like imagine how weird it was for people back then. Like, well,
1: it captured like, your eye. I mean, it definitely, yeah. like, it, you know, first seeing a bald woman, then seeing, you know, what was it, a bald woman, then seeing a bald with you know, you know, the first one was the full, like, pain was the full, like, shot of her. And it, yeah and then like ecstasy that's where it kind of kind of upped the game there was only those three that with her on there but even after that they did really kind of fetching uh album covers that really i probably didn't do them any hurt you know selling the album you couldn't you couldn't take your eye off them even I mean, even Honey is like a great one. Oh,
0: that, and that's probably my favorite album of theirs, Honey. Yeah. I I, I know it has like the I think it has Love the Roller Coaster on it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, their big hit, or and then also the song that I heard, the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover, and oh, then 80s, 90s, sweet
1: sticky what? things yeah, on that too. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Sweet sticky things on that too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which that's another one of those another one of those mid-tempo songs like "Skin Tight." That's just it. Just never gets old. It's always good. But uh, but Honey as a whole is just such a good good album. Yeah. Um, I I bought that recently off someone at a yard sale, and it's like I can't believe how good that album is. And that, that's the thing about them. It's like and why we do this show. I think that they were big at the time right and the, a lot of people, the people like them yeah, yeah in the 70s a lot of people like them a lot of black people like them a lot of white people like them but now when we you know you look back now all this time's passed almost 50 years and like people don't like you know they don't get the same uh accolades that like marvin gaye gets or curtis mayfield wow. get. you know it's not the same thing they don't get it but there's uh, still
1: yeah. i would maybe say for those two probably rightfully so no, no. I, and listen,
0: I, I love those. I love Marvin Gaye and Curtis Mayfield to no end. Are you kidding me? But I'm just saying that this is why we do the show is to give a little bit of, you know, respect to this other band that was different, but still really, really, really good.
1: They, here's what I would say from listening to, especially the playlist and listen to some of their stuff for the other stuff with a second, like looking at it again. They had a strong, they had strong pop sensibilities in their song, which, mm-hmm. which made them very listenable. Did they kind of reach for new grounds or things? No. I think the yeah. reason, like yeah. if you look at them versus uh, Earth, Wind & Fire... Uh, you would say like well they just didn't try it. they didn't go they didn't they didn't, tr- they didn't go higher up the mountaintop as Earth, Wind, and Fire um, yeah they
0: they weren't jazz as jazzy like Earth, Wind, and Fire and they weren't as socially conscious as Curtis Mayfield right and,
1: I, I get it it's and like, not I, I, and but computer, better than yeah. but but more out there and more accepted than Mandrill and more accepted than uh, Fatback Band you know other oh, than, yeah. oh yeah you know so oh, yeah. they're kind of in this kind of higher etch, like like upper middle class of, you know, when we look in the rear view mirror. And I think maybe they probably get them fairly lumped into the, like, like people think of them like only having a couple hits and that's basically love roller coaster fire. Uh, and uh-huh. they actually do like, I, I think there were some years to be shamefully, I think like sweet sticky thing. I thought was earth, wind and fire. Like I, I didn't uh-huh. think, this doesn't even really sound like, it doesn't even sound uh-huh. really like, uh, the Ohio players, because the vocals were really kind of elevated on that thing. And mm-hmm. reading the stuff, you know, some articles uh, where they interviewed Sugarfoot, he was just like, we didn't even want to do vocals. We just wanted to be like a, a rhythm band. And then we figured we'd add some vocals to a couple of songs, and that's when st- shit started to take it off. So obviously we kept with the plan of putting vocals on there. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, they just told me that, like, why the music's really dialed in? It's probably why the, the it took some time for the, the, the the vocals to really reach where they they could really kind of cut through because they probably weren't taking it in each, at least initially as, uh, made that as much of a priority as the the music, because the instrumental parts. Yeah.
0: yeah, they they were. I mean, just from reading some some articles and stuff about them, they they were really into jamming and playing like every day. Like that was their thing. I think that's where they got it. they got all their enjoyment from was just playing all the time, jamming. And I, you're right. Like the vocal was something they'd work on later. Uh, I guess even the process of how they've made their records. it was like they did the, all the instrumental stuff first and then they lay the vocals and stuff down later. I think with Junie and I forget who the other person was, they would work on some of the arrangements and strings yeah, right. and other things that they like. The, and uh, Junie's influence with the keyboards and stuff. Right. But um, yeah, they're just I love them. I, I, and I'm so I'm missing a couple of their records in my record collection. But and that's something I'll always be. I'm always looking for their stuff. Always. Cause I just, and for, and their forty fives, like any of it. They're one of my, like, to me, they're like up there with the meters. Not, not to me, like in terms of what I right, like, right. not, not yeah. as who, who's better, who's worse or who's diff- different or not, no, no, no. but they're up there with the meters where I need to, I need their stuff. And I mean, y- I mean, there is a perception maybe that they were like a party band, like kind of like Confunction or. Or slave yeah, or whatever, yeah, but yeah, there were yeah. more. I think there were a little bit more than that, you know. And I, and it's you. May, I think you made the the right assessment that they may not may have not been the A team, but they were a really good B team that could win you some games.
1: Yeah, yeah. The way that I kind of look at it, because, like, I I sense that, you, and I could tell just by the the playlist that, that you put together because it, you know, it was really you know, it was you know. You're not saying that you don't usually do it with a lot of enthusiasm, <clears throat> but like this, what I could tell that you put to it it's like there's just something about them like i like them and i i came to a better appreciation especially knowing that they're the stuff the the observations and time stuff i was like i didn't even know they could do shit like that i was like wow they, yeah. can, they actually could put a nice little soul song together i thought they were just like kind of like a, like you were saying a party band and there's much more depth to them as well i think like there's certain things that de- derail me about the day I'm like funky worm and that kind of grandma bl- shit that's like, like, like I, I, I love that just, shit though that stuff, I have that 45 that stuff, I love that, that shit that stuff bugs <laughs> the fuck out of me for whatever reason <laughs> like I just like I, you know it's just it's <laughs> because it doesn't even like the thing is is like and I'm, I know it's my it's I probably listened to it with the wrong head I said it was like that doesn't even sound like a, a woman I
0: know. It's kind of waka waka. I get it. It's Junie yeah.
1: Morris. And it's funny. It's, you know, Junie Morris and stuff. And the music is good. It's just like, OK, so here's why I like and I'm going to compare these to like like a band like Mandrill. Mandurl there seems to be and I don't and I'm not and this is the wrong word but the only thing it's like there's a little bit more heart in in the music it, to where I feel it on a, in a deeper sense than the Ohio player stuff. And it's mm-hmm. not saying that, that one's got a better musicianship. It just feels like mm-hmm. there's a little bit more depth to Instr- musically, instrumentally, and I don't even know, it's just the production value as well. It seems like the production of the Ohio Players is very, you know, just kind of like, it, not AOR, but like just, you know, just, it's not, there's nothing really hitting me, uh, nothing's really cutting through with like a, like having a deeper kind of, like trying to bring up the bass a little bit more, trying to, you know, the, the thing seems a very refined construction. And I think that slickness is where kind of the Ohio players, like, yeah, not, it takes a point away from them. For me, it's like, it's not that I, it's like, again, like, I love listening to their music. But, like, I can't listen to them as much as I can listen to some of the other bands that are in that same genre that we listen to. It's like... You know, maybe Curtis feel Marvin Gaye is like. That. I mean, it's kind of apples and oranges with those guys because they, 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 their vocal stylings are really like. Fucking, they
0: transcend. They, they transcend. They, they more transcend. Than, than the Ohio yeah. players, I get
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Ohio players is like like when I put this like I put the playlist on shuffle, I thoroughly enjoy it because it kind of goes all over the place. It's not, yeah. and it's like it's not a lot of cookie cutter stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 you know it's all very you know inner you know interesting and entertaining it's just there's like i wouldn't say it's like you know it's like they got this v8 engine and they've got bald tires where there's a lot of spin and i just feel like there's not as much traction with me about their music in a sense like i'm going to listen to it um like you know often and I don't know and I'm, I'm still trying to as you can tell I'm struggling to find out what the reason is it just doesn't connect with me uh, mm-hmm. as, as much and I, I think maybe that's the thing they're just very listenable to me and that's a good thing yeah. because they, they, they have a lot of great music
0: that's a good way of looking at it they're just super listenable um and 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 for you that's great but it doesn't it doesn't have the same impact that like some of the other people we mentioned and but i'll tell you r- one thing right now if like if a new band came out came out with the same energy and drive and musicianship and songs that ohio players were i'd be i'd be right there like in the front row is like there, i'm, t- has I'm there telling anybody, you has there
1: anyone been close to that like what yeah, is...
0: not not a, not a contemporary band yeah. uh that's the thing like with our discussions on auto reverse I'm not trying to say new bands suck. I'm just trying to say like, like, first of all, like, like funk R and B, like, you know, uh, some of the styles of rock that we like. I, I mean, i think sometimes on the indie side you might see an element of it like on the more underground side you'll see those elements yeah, pop up on uh, which true. are bands like in the, yeah but
1: yeah, and hard rock like metal a comm- hard, roll, hard and, yeah, rock, hard rock yeah. metal there's some but yeah, yeah. You're
0: right or but like on a commercial side maybe someone like uh bruno mars or whatever they kind of right. try to yeah they try to uh, they or or uh you know, like they try to like and just impact they try to get close yeah. to the stuff But generally they don't and maybe and that's okay because they, they don't have to you no, don't. No, you, no. You're trying to do your own you're trying to do your yeah. own thing and trying to invent your own thing uh, But if somebody came out that sounded like the Ohio players are just approximated that energy That vibe. Oh, phew, I'd be yeah. all over that shit. I mean,
1: I kind of Sharon Jones did a little bit you know? yeah yeah that
0: that's definitely more sharon jones and the whole dap tone thing is definitely yeah. more retro but i think like in their case it's more 60s like the dap yeah, stuff is yeah, more yeah. like james brown Fair like enough. 60s like lee fields and all that and i and, and don't get me wrong if any of those bands are playing i want to see them too you know like right. like i love uh like to me uh if you're talking about dap tone i love um what's the group that uh the big bassoon uh oh, like kind of afrobeat kind
1: of Jeez, oh boy yeah i know who you're talking about they have
0: like heavy metal imagery on their album covers but they're they're on that tone um
1: I know uh, okay talking. oh I know.
0: whatever they're they're sort of Afrobeatish ish and, and funky and hard
1: The budo span
0: budo span yeah yeah you yeah, got yeah, it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so so like i'm definitely down when some new band kind of takes the stuff that we're talking about on the show and reinterprets it uh, and 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 then and, and you know then puts it together and like so I'm all for like if someone new is doing stuff like that yo fucking sign me up man like you know <laughs> even if it's even if it's not exactly like the original like what the original stuff was in the 70s or the 60s it doesn't matter um, you know so but this is why we do the show it's like we want to make sure that people don't forget
1: well I that's, think like that's our really
0: that's our purpose well it's also know?
1: but it's also it's like you know kind of with us like me going through like i was just you know at first it was like ohio players i'm like I'll oh, see how this goes because like i've had a very as you can tell kind of a skewed view of them and it's helped gain a better, a better appreciation of it so yeah uh i'm glad i'm glad i
0: could have helped with just the what's it called uh, the okay. uh, playlist on that because i i mean i've been collecting their records for like 25 years so i had already had that context with them like where they were like lots of like deep cuts yeah. like um where i just didn't know that they were capable of writing songs like that you know what i mean like i like like you i knew the hits i knew uh love roller coaster and all and fire and stuff like that i knew them all but like they didn't interest me as much as the deep cuts and as much as like the albums as a whole you know right interested me and that's why that's why it's like let's do them you know like and also, they're from Ohio, so I thought maybe that would make you happy.
1: Yeah, it's Southern Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> but that, not really. Not, not really.
0: I know. I'm a uh, jerk.
1: I am a jerk. I, it's like, it's these moments that I live for to be a jerk. Like, I, I don't have. I know. It's I, Southern Ohio. I, it's uh, Southern it's, Ohio. It's basically Kentucky. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it, 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 but again, like you, you get, you know, the skin tight, love co- sister you break out of that. And, you know, again, like I've, dude, I've been loving the, loving the, the, um, the album, just like, you know, the song I want to be free is such a great song. And some of the later yeah. stuff, like Speakeasy, like there's just so much good stuff there. Um, and so God,
0: I want to be free is such a good song
1: so good it's
0: such a good song it's like it's almost like water cascading down a it's just it has all those like it 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 starts off like real syrupy sweet and then breaks down and then just like kind of just it, it, starts to melt and 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 then you hear like you know like some of the changes and stuff it's just like that's what was great about them like
1: yeah, they could just yeah it's uh, uh, but as close as an anthemic kind of song too it's just like really just it, it hits it hits you you can't you can't uh turn away from the song so it's so good yeah 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 six yeah it's absolutely. like absolutely it's like a six five six minute song too it's yeah like yeah, it's yeah. An yeah. Anthem, like and they don't they don't really they didn't burn a lot of lead writing the lyrics to that it's just <laughs> it's no it's
0: it's 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 what it, it is what it is it is
1: what it is yeah yeah uh just like bootsy they know how to stretch it out that's uh, right that's um, right
0: oh nice nice one you like that yeah it was good that was right good the, nice little top, turn of phrase right
1: to, to, right off the top of the dome too i'm on my I, i'm on my uh on my game today so uh um, good so, yeah, everyone, listen to this playlist. Let us know what you think about uh, the Ohio players. And, uh, as always, let us know if you want us to look at any bands that uh, you would like us to check out. Uh, autoreversepod at uh, gmail.com or hit us up for Facebook or uh, Instagram. Uh, Tony, you got anything you want to tell the people about what you're doing?
0: Well, I got my radio show, Crowd Control, uh, on Friday, uh, noon to 2 pacific standard time on cjmp that would be cjmp.ca backslash listen because most of you don't live in powell river so that's the only way you'd hear it and um and i'm also djing in vancouver at the end of may uh the last uh i think it's the fourth saturday of may i i think it might be the 28th of may i'm don't quote me. Mm-hmm. I'm DJing um, at a place called Heroes Welcome on Main Street in Vancouver, so I'll be live.
1: Where he's going to take out take out uh, his uh, his title as king of the deep cuts and putting it to test. Yeah,
0: and I'll be and I'll and hopefully you won't. When you come up to me to talk to me, I won't be eating an Italian sub, with all smelly onions and stuff in your face because they have really good subs there. So I'm looking forward to having some eat, of
1: that. Do you eat while you spin?
0: Sometimes, yeah. Ooh. Sometimes, you know why? I learned this trick from working night shifts. Um, if you eat late at night, it, the the your body working, you know, while your body's digesting, it kind of keeps you awake.
1: You know, caffeine does the same thing.
0: Yes, but eating is more interesting <laughs> to me than coffee at late at night. All
1: right. <laughs> Gotcha. I gotcha. I, I I think if anyone goes to this event and sees him spinning vinyl <laughs> and eating a uh, eating a uh, a grinder, please <laughs> please please send it to us. I I'll pay top money to hear see.
0: Oh, shit. I'll <laughs> take a picture of it DJ put it on
1: sub, going at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, everyone.
1: Until next time.
0: Yeah, peace.
1: But Buffy, I want to take you home with me Will you share my behind with me? You should stay